Welcome to the Lusander Show. This is the second episode, as well as the second installment of my interviews at the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest last year. Today will be three fairly short interviews combined into one podcast. I had a chance to sit down with, with some of the people that came out to the fest for the first time and to see what it was all about. I'm happy to say that I still get to interact with them on social media from time to time, and I really enjoy my the friendship that I've built up with them. I was recently in the camper on the far side of Saskatchewan, well, the past couple weekends, and I, I got a chance to listen to a bunch of the interviews while I was editing them, and it really brought back some great memories from last year. I'm pretty anxiously anticipating this year's fest. I've already started organizing my gear and packing things up, which for me is a bit of a feat because I'm kind of a procrastinator in many regards, especially when it comes to packing up for trips like that. But anyway, I, I still have a couple of the longer interviews to edit, but I hope to have them all out before this year's fest gets started. And speaking of this year's fest, the 6th Annual Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest will be held at the Circle Pine Center in Delton, Michigan, just outside of Kalamazoo, from Thursday, June 21st through Monday, June 25th. Scheduled speakers include Scott Horton of Antiwar.com, Brett Bonat of the School Sucks Podcast, Dana Martin, the Radical Unschooler, and C.J. Kilmer of the Dangerous History Podcast. Uh, Nick Hazelton, Jim Cunnigan, Luis Fernando Mises, and Derek Bros will all be doing presentations and stopping out there. And I'm excited to meet the Liberty Fest record holder for the longest traveling to get to the fest. I, I, I thought the, the folks that came from New Hampshire and Colorado came a long ways, but there's a guy coming in from Indonesia specifically for the fest, and he's originally from Norway. His name is Ole. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to try and butcher the rest of his name, but he was out here a couple of years ago, and it was really nice to meet him. He's going to be talking about the video game that he's working on called Immortalized. So that's going, it's going to be nice to see him again too. But anyway, so it, it's going to be a very, it's going to be a very enjoyable experience. I'm really looking forward to seeing all the people, not just the speakers, but my imaginary friends from the internet that I've never met before, then also the the friends that I only get to see a couple times a year. It's really a it's really a special time for me. But anyway, you'll get a little bit of an idea over the next couple podcasts of what it's like to come out to the fest, and you'll get to learn a little bit about AnFam. This episode is going to be my interviews with Derricka Claus, a fellow named Wah, and Thomas and Tammy Hoff. I hope you enjoy it. <music> I'm speaking with Derricka Claus of the Confec Confectioner Punk and also Derricka via America. And we're at the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest. Welcome to Michigan and welcome to the fest, Derricka. Thank you, Lou. We've been having a wonderful time. First things up, I know everybody wants to talk about this. Explain the name. Why Derricka? Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, I was adopted and this was back in 1980, Sonogram than what it is now. And uh, <laughs> so there was um, the best guess they had was that I was going to be a boy. That's the best guess the doctors had. 
because it was an adoption from birth, you know, so a lot of information was being given to my parents through the pregnancy, and they thought they were going to get a boy, and I was supposed to be Derek, and they didn't know what to do with me when they got a girl, so they just kind of slapped an A on the end of it. <laughs> and that's how I ended up as Derica. Okay, and then your little tagline is Derica rhymes with... America. Yeah. and, and I'm all patriotic and, like that. <laughs> and, I, and, and I always say that it should be pronounced Derica because that rhymes with Murica. <laughs> that's right. That would make more sense. So anyway, welcome to the fest. You brought your husband and what, three kids? Three kids. Okay, I, I could swear I saw more blurs running around there, but... Oh my gosh, we've got a whole herd of like yeah. little free-range tots running around and it's wonderful. They've had so many kids to play with. Yeah, free-range kids, uh, feral kids, the whole nine yards. Yes, so. absolutely. Okay, great. So, is this your first Liberty Festival or Liberty it event? It is. Yes, I meant to go to Anarchon um, in Maryland last fall, but it I was... it's in Virginia. It, well, yeah, Northern yeah, Virginia. Richmond. Yeah, That's, Richmond. No, well, Cal organizes it, and he's in Richmond. Okay. But they hold it up near, like, Frederick, Maryland. Okay. Because that's where, like, the festival ground is that they want to use and the organizers or the the owners of the grounds don't care if they set up a shooting range and okay. things like that so it works out really well except that there was a big thunderstorm and i just declan was a little smaller than you know it was close to getting closer to a year ago now and i just didn't feel like we could swing it so okay so what are your impressions of liberty fest uh going and meeting all these people that you're not sure if they're real people you know right. they're, they're, they're just blurbs on facebook right i always like say that. i close my laptop real close at night so i don't like real slow at night so i don't squish you guys <laughs> you guys live in my computer it's been wonderful it has you know i grew up in the pacific northwest and everybody there's super friendly and it's been really hard for me living on the east coast where people are so hectic and hurried and and rushed and nobody has time to be friendly to anybody else but being here has been like being home again and people just stop and talk to strangers hey what are you doing here hey how did you learn about this oh that's so cool and do we know anybody in common? And it's been wonderful. The people have been great. The climate's been really nice. The weather's been yeah, beautiful. You got here after the rain. <laughs> right? We drove through it. Yeah. Okay. As far as like the interactions, you said the kids have been pretty busy. What have they been up to? Uh, they've been up to whatever they want to do. Um, Kevin did take them down to the lake, which the older boys had a great time. My youngest can be finicky about temperature, so he had to come back to the tent. But the older two just had a blast, and they're 15 and 9, and they had so much fun down there. And for the most part, really, they've been doing what they want to do. And I felt really great about them doing that because everybody here has been so nice and gentle in every interaction with them. And the kids can just run wherever they want to and they haven't played video games and they haven't wanted to be on their phones much and they've just been interacting human interaction having a great time getting tons of exercise and fresh air and they've just been really enjoying themselves doing little else and at the end of the day they're nice and tired and go right to sleep oh my gosh yes <laughs> <laughs> yes they're just passing right out it's so, wonderful so how do you recreate that <laughs> i don't know in our neighborhood i don't know so are these kids like completely unsupervised? Are they just really feral? And is it just like anarchy and chaos or, or what? No, it's awesome. I wouldn't call any of these kids feral. I'd call them free range. They're domesticated, but they're free to roam as they choose. I haven't met one kid here yet who was any kind of jerk. Like all these kids are wonderful people. 
Mm-hmm. I've never, in this day and age, I haven't come across this many really well-raised, polite, and very gracious children in a long time. Mm-hmm. And every every kid here has been really, you can tell that a lot of love and attention and a lot of care and guidance go into their upbringing because these are wonderful kids. Everyone that I've come across here has been a wonderful kid. Yeah, they're very friendly. Now, I, I don't have children of my own. I'm like a professional uncle. <laughs> so what what I notice here, I'm doing, I'm looking in from the outside as an observer, so to speak. Uh, I notice that the the kids don't they don't have helicopters flying overhead and. You know, the helicopter parents always scrutinizing everything and squinting at everything they're doing. Right. But there's generally an adult that if they were to get into something, might probably say, hey, you know, watch out on that. Right. And so. and we've been camping with Jeremy Hengler because we wanted like the three pairs of grown-up eyes and then the five kids and they can, you know, and friends can be around. So there's always, between them and, and Mandy came to our spot, Tammy and Tom Huff have been hanging out with us too. So there's always a grown-up around. Mm-hmm with eyes kind of on the field of children and they're free to just run around and do what they want. Nobody's gotten hurt or anything like that. They've all been great with the li- like the big kids are good with the littler kids and but nobody's really yeah, nobody's scrutinizing them, giving the har- them a hard time or just letting them play. Yeah. I think kids. I think the environment and Dana Martin talked about this at her presentation. She was talking about how rules don't actually solve problems, they create more problems and with the style of upbringing that most that the kids here have because most of them are homeschooled or unschooled right uh they're not dumped into into the indoctrination gulags right and our youngest two are homeschooled yeah so in that regard they're in they're getting that loving environment and that supportive environment and uh I, i'm pretty sure just about everybody here practices peaceful parenting right so you don't have a bunch of angry rebellious kids looking to sneak around and, and do all this exactly. all, all these horrible things you've had you have kids that whose parents have encouraged them to follow their passions and supported them through the things they want to do with their lives and kids that are used to making some of their own decisions already and and you know kids that are accustomed to suffering the consequences for the decisions they mm-hmm. make to some extent you know as parents we do what we can to mitigate that a little bit but um homeschooled unschooled free-range kids all typically seem to be more mature and more responsible at a younger age because they're accustomed to having some responsibility for their own lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of people underestimate kids and don't think they're capable of it, but all the kids here prove them wrong. Oh, yeah. Prove them dead wrong. I, I think most kids prove that idea wrong in general, but yeah, especially here. Right. Uh, that, that youngster before we came up here, Jackson, mm-hmm. he's 14, uh, 15. Mm-hmm. He told me earlier, I can't remember. But anyway, he's a little electrical genius. Really? Yeah. So he and his father were looking at my, uh, I got a problem in the camper here, the hot water heater, the igniter's not working properly, and Jackson's diagnosing it. I, I think he had a better idea about it than his father did. Really? <laughs> yeah. But that's what interests him. And right. he don't have any great fears of him creating an EMP and taking out right. the, the whole electrical grid. I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't, but I don't I don't expect him to. Right. But yeah. Because all these kids have very yeah. present parents who are mm-hmm. supportive and they have no no reason to be angry most of them and you know and my nine-year-old is teaching himself javascript and he's learning how to edit videos and he's learning special effects like he's doing teleporting and cloning and things like that and i just managed to get him an email email mentor who is a professional in the industry who's worked on shows like um 
like the Bachelor and Bachelorette series and things like that. So through a Facebook friend of mine who knew this guy, I was able to hook up my nine-year-old with this email mentor in Hollywood who's helping him learn the trade of editing videos and things like that. And that's, that's what he does. What we basically do is unschooling, but at times I, you know, I want him to practice his handwriting and things that'll mm-hmm. make things easier for him down the road, but we just keep an eye on it and he does pretty much what he wants and he's doing great things with it. So as a mom, you give the Midwest Peace Liberty Fest your seal of approval for parents that want to bring their kids out? Absolutely. Okay. I absolutely do. Alright, so let, let's talk about the com- confectioner punk. Sure. So you brought you brought some goodies out here and I, I did, did I did purchase a couple. I have some of the vanilla coffee syrup and a bag of that sinfully delicious caramel. Yes. So that's a real popular item. Yeah. So so what sort of, what sorts of things do you make and what makes your stuff special? Well, so um if one were to go to my square marketplace store. They would see that I have the caramels, the original caramels, the type you got, and then I have cocoa caramels. And I have several varieties of brittles, and I brought with me almond, cashew, and peanut brittles. And then I do paleo brownies for the more health conscious. And I don't have the extract and syrup up yet because the extract just became ready right before the festival. It that takes, takes six a long, months. Yeah, it t- takes a long time to do that. Yes. It just, it was just ready right before the festival. So that goes up when I get back. I think, you know, things that are handmade, handcrafted in small batches by someone who loves doing it there's something about that that just always seems to make magic to me and I've loved doing this ever since I was a kid it was one of the ways my mom and I used to bond over the holidays we would make all of our holiday candies together and she learned it from my grandma so it's something that's been passed down I just I really I kept going I was never satisfied quite satisfied with how things were turning out and so I just kept trying until I got them to my standard of what I consider perfection, like the brittle needs to be crisp without being hard. And you know what I mean? The caramel needs to be chewy without sticking to your teeth too badly. So I, I just kept working on it until I felt like I'd perfected it. Okay. And where could, where's your Squarespace? How, how did people find your stuff? Uh, the easiest way to find me is on Facebook. Okay. If somebody were to go to The Confectioner Punk, that's the Facebook page, is The Confectioner Punk. And there's a shop nail button right at the top of the page. Big blue shop nail button that'll take you to the Square store. Okay. So it's really easy. Okay. Now let's talk about uh, your Derica versus America or Derica v. America. Right. Tell us about that because I think that's kind of how I first found out about you or, or really gained a little bit of an insight into what you do as far as being an anarchist, voluntarist, or abolitionist, whatever you call yourself. Right. All of those work. Yeah. <laughs> I usually yeah. use voluntarist, but all of those work. So anyway, uh, tell us about that. Well, as it happens, this all started with Dylan Robinson. I think there's a lot of things that might start with Dylan. Good I or was, bad. <laughs> right. I can't say. But I was I was on the Veteran Anarchy page chatting with them. I had visited the page. And Dylan wanted some of us who were veterans and also anarchists to do Bring the Troops Home videos for Veterans Day last November. And so I did one and it kind of went viral. And a lot of people have recognized me from that video but there were people who said well set up a youtube channel so that we can share a youtube link to this so that's originally why i set up the derek mm-hmm. of the america youtube channel and then i just started putting a few more things out and made a facebook page to go with it and jason booth helps me out with it from time to time i've got him on there as an admin like he doesn't have enough to do mm-hmm. <laughs> so what sorts of things do you do on there i know you go on a little rants here and there but 
tell us a little bit about them. Right. The video content I don't do often because something has to, I guess, really tick me off. I've got so much going on with the kids and homeschooling and doing the candy that if I'm going to do a video, it has to be something that's really set me off. But a lot of it is just, um, a lot of times I'll do like, you know, the text wall kind of rants where there are people, sometimes I feel like people are missing finer points of philosophy on certain topics. And I feel like, I feel almost compelled to, to lay it out in a, in a way that I feel makes sense to me anyways. There's some other people who think the same way I do and they like to see it. There's okay. other people that don't like it. I'm guessing that you're not using nonviolent communication in this. <laughs> You're, you're probably going a little bit more blunt. Yeah, I, I can be very blunt. Some of it is, you know, I just, I use whatever, whatever I think will get the message across. I'm flexible. Like I can communicate with people in any, in any fashion that they need to hear it in. But if it's just me talking in general, it's usually a little bit more blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So do you ever talk about anything that sets you off in a good way? Um, there are things. Yakov Merkel had put me on his um, Today's Free Market Win page, and I love those kinds of things. I love to, to um, talk about how individuals are changing each other's lives and people are helping each other voluntarily with no government involvement. And, you know, we like to point out, I do the Anarchy Among Friends roundtable discussion every other Sunday night with Jason Booth and Melissa Rakovic and Dan Hoder and Mark Taylor. And a lot of times we'll have great stories like that of people voluntarily just stepping in and helping people when the government wouldn't or can't or people don't want it involved. And those are our favorite things is to point out how individuals will help each other. Individuals individuals are in general fairly good people. It's when you get people together in groups that they start to become yeah. a problem. It, it, it sounds like that uh, Nietzsche quote that mental illness is rare in individuals was the norm for groups. Exactly. So, something to that effect. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I butchered much better phrases than that one so. oh, so <laughs> but that, that i was is... on uh seeds of liberty and i misattributed my favorite quote <laughs> I oh gave wow it to the wrong founding father fondling fathers yes yeah yes i'm, I'm, I'm not a fan yes so anyway um they did have a good few a few good quotes there's just i'm not sure how well they understood what they were saying <laughs> Well, with the Federalists, I, I, I think that it was all talk. I think they knew they were full of bunk, and, and yeah. I, I definitely side a lot more with the Anti-Federalists. But anyway. Yeah, that's so, likely. Who knows? Maybe you'll do a maybe you'll do a, a Derricka v. America rant uh, about a Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest and, and do a great one about it, about how much you enjoyed it. So, I think I will. So uh, I was thinking about doing a video about this when I get home. Okay, so as we wrap up here, do you have any closing remarks, anything that you want to put out there? I would just love to, One of my favorite things about being here that I wanted to mention was how free this market is with the people here who uh, people bring all sorts of great things that they've made at home. No regulation, but nobody's hurting anybody else. All the products are wonderful and everybody's bartering or trading or, you know, people take Bitcoin, people take fiat currency, people take PayPal, people take barter. It's been wonderful. Just... Oh, Jam and Baconic, I got some great bug bite salve from mm -hmm. them, you know, that's already helped my middle son. He's very prone to getting those. And it's just people bring really wonderful products here. And the barter's been great. And people have just swapping and trading. And everybody's going to leave here with a little bit of something. And I think that's wonderful. My, my favorite thing is the sense of community and family that you get. Uh, it, it's called Anfam. 
Anar- right. Anarchy family or yes. anarcho family, whatever, definitely. however you want to put it. It's definitely Anne fam here. It is. It really is. Everybody's been so friendly. And I finally got to meet all these people that <laughs> I've known on Facebook for so long. People that I really like. And it was great to know that we were going to have friends here, you know, already from just from the group that we associate with on Facebook. So it's been wonderful. Excellent. Thanks for coming. And one more time, where can people find all your stuff? My candies are all at the confectioner podcast. On Facebook, there's a blue shop now button that takes you to the Square Marketplace store. Alrighty. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, and thanks for coming to Michigan for a Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest. Thank you for making time for me, Lou. I'm at the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest, and I'm speaking with Hua, and that's spelled H-U-A, correct? Hua is spelled H-O-A. H-O-A. All right, and you're from Vietnam originally? From Vietnam originally. I was born in a family that is mixed. My father's side is from China. My mother's side is from Vietnam. Okay. How long have you been in America, and how did you wind up in America? I have been in America for 14 years. I have lived in America for a total of around 12 years. I immigrated here with my family. That was one of the two choices I got at that time either finish college in Vietnam and get a master's degree in France or just move to America and have more freedom right away and I chose America. Okay. All right. Well, so did you come here with your family then? Yes, I okay. did. Okay. All right. So this is your, this is your first uh, Midwest Peace of Liberty Fest, right? Yes, okay. this was. So what is your impression? H- had you ever been to any festivals like this before? Uh, no, I have hang out with so many groups like Anarchies, like Christianity, but I have never gone to a fest like this. And I would say that this is like one of the most friendly people I have met in like a stranger. How did you hear about it? I was just bored, so I just going on OkCupid and look at random interesting people and see what can I learn, who can I make friends with like from all over the world and see if I can improve my life. And I see Mary and Mary uh, messaged me about this fest and then she introduced me to some local friend which really helped me break the eye because I would have not come here if no one locally can give me a ride. I don't want to drive fire and then being like okay. an outsider here. So Mary the hippie Mary. Yep. Wow. Oh, that that's really interesting. You just found it on the internet. Yeah, and Mary got me to know Katie Elizabeth, mm-hmm. and then Katie uh, introduced me to Shane, who's gonna come here for sure. So okay. that makes things easy. Okay, and you rode with Shane, right? Yep. You said that everybody was friendly. What have you done since you've been here? How have you spent your time? Because you got here Wednesday night. Yeah. Um. I got here. Yeah, Wednesday night, and I have been uh, you and Shane have helped me set up the tent, would kind of make it good, like. There was some problem with uh, communication and I did not have water but I can just go around and ask people for that like doing some show and then just being friendly teaching people showing people what I know and then listen to the story you were uh, you were showing some uh, a, a young young teenager uh, some martial arts stuff mm-hmm and t- talk about that a little bit. That is a martial art called Yi Quan, which means intentional fist. It is about how to be healthy, to develop natural instinct that uh, you can have like every moment you breathe, every time you step. It doesn't really matter whether you practice it or not. It's become your nature. And it, it looked like he was getting it, picking it up pretty good. Yeah, because uh, Ryu martial art is something that you can learn the whole thing in one minute and be, you know, trying to master it in 10 years. So what else has been going on? Did you get to any of the presentations? Yeah, I got to hear Danny on unschooling the children. And I really like it, but I think that is something that only privileged people can do it. Real-
Really? Why is that? Because the husband has to be able to support a wife or somehow two person have always be present, like always on the children's life to do that. Actually, I know a lot of people that don't have that type of situation. Uh, I know single parents that unschool their kids and, and do pretty well with it. I, I, I can see where you're coming from in that. Mm -hmm. That's so. awesome. I would love to hear you kind of highlight that on your postcard. I will listen to them. Yeah, because uh, a friend of mine that was here, she's a single mother, and she's unschooled her children, and, and she works a, works a job, puts in quite a few hours, and her kids have come, turned out really great. So, as a matter of fact, one of her kids was here. Mm -hmm. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I, I, I used to think that, oh, yeah, well, education must happen in a classroom, or you have to spend X number of hours a day, or it must happen between this hour and that hour, and it turns out that no it doesn't really because education always always happens uh i i always think that education is not in the classroom starting at a very young age because i hated school like from a very young age mm -hmm. probably because of my background too like at you know since the time i was born i have three education religion brainwashing force on me like mm -hmm. the feudalistic chinese uh, that worship the, the ancestor the elders the vietnamese capitalist uh, like christians side and the communist side so I am pretty so there are a lot of chaos but then I kind of know that like nothing is perfect yeah are you familiar with the American author Mark Twain yeah, I love him because I am a big fan of Nikola Tesla, uh, and Mark Twain is a pretty good friend of Tesla. Okay. Twain has a quote that says, I never let education, or I never let school get in the way of my education. Mm, uh, I cannot say that because I have been brainwashed before by many yeah. si every system, so oh. I'm very gullible. The whole point behind that, though, is that education and school are entirely different things. Mm -hmm. Education is really learning where the school is more the indoctrination. All right, so you, you've had a good time out here. You've met a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Okay. What would you tell people that are wondering if, let's say they're in your situation next year, they're thinking, well, I heard about this thing. Do I want to go? Because had you ever met Shane before or Katie? Uh, uh, no, I have never met uh, either of them before. So you, you hop in a car with, with strangers and, and, and come out to a festival. Uh, what would you tell somebody that's, that's kind of wondering, hey, is this for me? I would say it has to do with two things. The first thing is what Shane can do, which is pretty reliable guy. Like, mm -hmm. I can feel that I can trust him to give me a right here without any issue and then uh, with Katie I can feel that she is a very uh, cool girl so um, so those things uh, they provide me with enough fact that I can trust and go to this festival like one very cool girl one very reliable guy and the people that you met since you've been here do you feel the same way about the rest of them I was uh, yeah all the people who I have been spending time with here are very authentic who are they are very kind and very open with sharing their life story and I have uh, very good time talking to them and hearing their story. I would say that what I hear does not really help me in a way that I can live my life better, but then it's helped me emotionally. Like, I have fun, I ha can associate with people who are similar to me in mm -hmm. the aspect that we love freedom, we love to be better, be, uh, we can improve ourselves, improve the life orders. So that's really important to feel, to know that, and to 
actually meet people who care. Well, I'm glad that you made it out here. I've had, I've really enjoyed chatting with you here and there over the past couple of days, and, and hopefully you'll make some long-lasting connections with the people here so that you don't have to wait until next year to be around like-minded people. I hope to see you back next year. Yeah, I hope that this kind of festival is going on next year as well because I think this is like one of the best way to make things better, to connect like-minded people who care about freedom with each other because that's the only way that we can make uh, people care more about freedom. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the show and glad that you made it out here and I wish you best of luck and see you around. Yeah, thank you, Lou. I am here with Thomas and Tammy Huff and we're it's Huff, right? Or Huff? Huff. Okay, yeah, Huff. Right. Okay, right the first time. Good job. Okay, so anyway, uh, you guys are my Facebook friends. I've never met you before, and you're also listeners to the Freedom Fiends. So uh, welcome to Michigan, and welcome to Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm really glad that you made it up here. It, it wasn't looking like it was going to happen. It's two years in a row that you guys had rough times That's right. of, of getting up here, scheduling and everything else. So, But I'm glad you finally make it. Tell us your impression of Liberty Fest and, and what it meant to you to be able to get here. Uh, it meant a lot. I really felt bad missing, <clears throat> missing out last year. And uh, when things started looking rough this year, it really started uh, <laughs> getting kind of worried. But thanks a uh, big part to the kindness of others and uh, everything else we were able to make it. And it's just really some great, amazing people. And um, I'm, I'm glad that there's so many uh, people with uh, open minds and understanding of what's going on in the world and it's uh it's nice to be the only way to to overcome all the math of being so few of us in the world to get together for events like this it, it means a lot and how about you tam it, it was wonderful being around people that are like-minded and understand that you know the government isn't the answer to everything and something else i noticed is the children all the children that are raised with our non-aggression principles and so on are so well-mannered and so well-behaved I had a wonderful time. Yeah, and they're very polite and friendly. I was just talking to Derica about that a couple minutes ago, and she felt the same way. I mean, she was, I don't know that she was really amazed by it, but uh, it, it certainly had an impact on her. Have you ever been to any type of Liberty event like this before? I haven't. No. How about local meetups or anything like that? No, not where we live. There's, I mean, a few, you know, in Indiana, believe like we do, but there's so few and mm -hmm. far between. It's, uh, yeah, there's just never been the type of people. I've been a libertarian since I was, at least since I was a teenager, and haven't, you know, I've evolved into an anarchist uh, more or less anymore. But, uh, yeah, it's there's always been never, you know, some people you, you think uh, might be open-minded a little bit, but it's uh, really a big step up to, to find true freedom-minded people, you know, that... So what's it like to actually meet these people in real life and find out that they actually do exist? Uh... That is the part that I love, mm. is, you know, I've talked to so many, like you, for instance, on Facebook, but to actually see that they are truly what they are, you know, on the internet, because you can be anybody, mm -hmm. but to be actually the person they are in person and putting a face to it, I, I loved it. Yeah. I, on the internet, I'm actually a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows I'm a cat, but anyway, uh, I like when I come cats. here, I put on my human suit and I walk around on two legs instead of four. And I don't purr quite as much, but anyway, so are you going to try and get back? Absolutely, Definitely. but this time, 
I am not going to say it on the internet until we are here <laughs> in the driveway, because I think I jinxed ourselves the last couple of years. Okay, well, I'm glad that you made it out here, and I'm glad that you really had a good time. Is there anything else that's really memorable, any specific event that that you want to share? Really just the conversations and not being judged by what you say, you know, for being a drug war to, you know, what you feel about the government and people not looking at you like you're just crazy. Most definitely. Yeah, I like the, one of the things I've noticed is you go to an event like this, and unless you pull in at three in the morning, as soon as you get in, people are saying hello and generally you have at least one person offering to help you set up your tent and things like that. And the libertarians and anarchists get this bad rap. They're a bunch of selfish, Ayn Rand, Gulch, uh-huh. Gulch, don't do nothing for nobody else. And that that is, it's almost cartoonish as to Very. how absolutely backwards that is. Yep, definitely. Nothing I mean, can be further from the truth, though. But, you know, that's the type of insults that have always been levied against you. People mm-hmm. who go against the grain and don't believe what whatever they're spoon-fed by the state. By the way, once again, I'm glad that you made it up here. Glad you made it to Midwest Peace of Liberty Fest, and thanks for coming on. Well, thank and, you. And chat uh, for thank a couple you. Of Appreciate it, really. All right. You guys take care now. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's interviews. For more information on the 6th Annual Midwest Peace of Liberty Fest, go to mplfest.org. It's probably a little bit too late to go registering on there. I don't know how long they're going to have the registration open, but you can get the information. They are selling tickets at the door, so get on out there. And for more of my content, go to lusandershow.com. Mm-hmm.